0: Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Good morning, guys. Welcome back to Not Your Typical with Not Your Typical Fitness lover, Caitlin Nolan. Today's episode's a little bit different. I'm going to do kind of like a Q&A style I asked you guys to ask me questions that I've recently not answered or maybe avoided anything like that just to kind of get to know me more and I guess like catch up on life and pick my brain that sort of thing so that's what today's episode is I have a lot of really good ones I'm excited but before we get into it I have some obsessions this week to talk about so my obsession this past week has been home decor And I feel like if you follow me on Instagram or watch my YouTube, you know that I've always been obsessed with home decor. And I actually used to work at a home decor store, if you guys didn't know. So that really got me into interior design. And just this past couple of weeks, I've been really trying to create like the vibe that I want for my house. I feel like this isn't talked about that much. Like we spend so much time at home, especially if you do work from home, which a lot of people work from home now. Like. Hunter works from home. I work from home. I know I don't have the traditional job, but I feel like untraditional jobs and careers are actually becoming a lot more prevalent. So just think about how much time you spend at home and then think about how your home makes you feel. Like, do you feel calm in your space? Do you feel like it's messy and hectic and it's kind of adding to your stress? So that's what's really made me like focus on having a clean, clear Minimal space the past like year or two, just because I've realized that it really does make me feel so much better. And I'm not kidding. When I was younger, and not even young, like honestly, when I was in college, I never prioritized my space. Like, I was such a messy person. I'm still messy. Like, naturally, I'll just throw things on the floor and I have to pick up so much more often, I feel like, than the normal person. But I do not let my room get like that anymore. I don't even know who that was because. I would have the most dirty room. Like, I would have piles and piles of laundry. I would, like, leave water bottles in my room. My makeup desk would be, like, filled with just a bunch of crap, and I never, like, took the time to clean it. Like, very rarely I would get in the mode of wanting to clean, but it wasn't, like, a weekly or daily thing. So, on top of just, like, having an actual clean space, I have been really trying to just like create the atmosphere that I really want in my home. I mean, obviously Hunter and I just moved. So we have this kind of blank space to create and design. So that's really exciting. And I'm also getting older. So I feel like spending money on furniture and like home decor is actually fun and important. Whereas before I feel like there was just so many other things that I felt like were more important than home decor. But the older I get and the more into... Design and that sort of thing, I become. I'm just like, I honestly want to save up and just buy really nice, high quality stuff and just feel good like in my space. So that's been the positive of this week. We've been kind of honing down on the decor style that we want and actually placing orders and things like that. So I'm excited for the next couple of weeks. It's definitely going to come to fruition, which I'm excited about. And I also am excited that Hunter also loves the home decor style that we're going towards, kind of like mid century modern. You guys can follow my Pinterest if you want, like a visual. But definitely natural colors, more plants, uh, maybe like some artwork of the beach, just things that make me feel calm and make Hunter feel calm. So yeah, I'm really really excited. Anyway, so that was my not so typical obsession this week was actually spending money on home decor and like household items that I feel like are gonna be a really good fit for us. I have another obsession too. We're doing two this week. My other obsession is matcha. (laughs) And I was talking to Hunter before I recorded because I was trying to think of my obsessions for the week. And I was like, I don't remember if I've done matcha before. I probably have, but I'm gonna say it again because this is the longest i've gone with being consistent with drinking matcha i really am making an effort to cut down on the caffeine I this is a continuous thing so forgive me i know it's repetitive but i just love coffee it's like nothing more than that i just feel like it's something to do it's something i love to make like the actual act of making the coffee i love the taste i love the energy boost i just obviously don't like the crash and Aside from just, like, the negatives of drinking, like, too much caffeine, I really, really have been hearing a lot about the benefits of matcha. I was watching a Lauren Elizabeth video, and she was saying how she has noticed her skin has been so much better, and then she was like, I really think it is because I'm drinking so much more matcha, and I've just noticed that my skin has been a little dull, I guess I would say, like, I have been wearing a lot of sunscreen, going in the sun a lot, Being at the beach, working out, so it's, like, a lot of sweat, a lot of sand, reapplying my sunscreen with, like, dirty hands, so I just feel like my skin has gotten kind of dull in the summertime, Um, so that's something I've just been, like, focusing on, and matcha is so good for your skin so the past couple of days i've been switching to matcha as my second form of caffeine throughout the day i would obviously do this here and there i've talked about it before but like this has been i think like my seventh day of doing it and i've just definitely seen a difference and i definitely see a difference in my energy levels like i'm not crashing randomly at 4 p.m and I don't know. I feel like sometimes, too, when my tiredness crash comes, I kind of get, like, moody in the middle of the day or, like, that's kind of when I start negative self-talking or, like, just spiraling about things in life and I, like, scroll my phone too much and I'm unproductive. I think that is a result of feeling tired. So, yeah, I've actually seen the benefit with Matcha of not having that crash and, I like it. So I'm going to keep doing it and I'll keep you guys updated. But I felt like it was necessary to make it my not so typical obsession this week. But moving into my not so typical dislike this week, it's pretty niche. So I don't know if it's going to be that relatable. But I really feel like my life isn't that interesting when I'm doing the things I actually love. So obviously, you guys know I'm. An influencer. I post my life. I post YouTube videos. I literally take pictures of everything that I'm doing. I share everything. I create content for a living, but I hate creating content that's not in the moment. Like I just want to post when I'm doing something. And if I have to go three days without posting on my Instagram story, cause I didn't do anything fun. Like I'd rather do that than make myself go do something for content. Like that's just not, the part of life that I'm in. I'm really living for me right now. I'm not living for my career. I'm not living for posting for other people, doing things that I don't want to do. So it just, there's that. But lately, I've just been really <laughs> enjoying life, honestly, which is really good to say. But I also feel like the things that I enjoy genuinely are boring for other people. Like I like to go sit at the beach, I like to read my Kindle, I like to stick to my daily routine. I know what I like, I know the restaurants that I like, I wake up every morning, I make my coffee the way that I like it, I have recipes that I love, I love just like cooking, finding new recipes, going to different workout classes, hanging out with my solid friends that I know that I love, so I'm not like constantly going to like events and just doing all these things that seem like so fun to other people but just don't sound fun to me. And it's just hard when you're a content creator because like the idea of content or like good content might be different from like what I actually enjoy doing, but I fill my life. So if I'm living a boring life, sometimes maybe that means my content is boring. So I just feel like this past week, I am like, what should I even film or post? Because I am living in the moment. I'm having so much fun, but I just feel like This isn't fun to other people, but that might also just be like me in my own head. And you might be listening and being like, wait, I love what like those things that you do. So I don't even know. But that with that being said, that doesn't mean I'm going to like change what I'm doing. And I'm just in this era of life where I'm being selfish and I am living for me and I'm doing the things that I love to do. And I am not sorry for that. I'm trying to be unapologetically myself and find the people that relate to me find the audience that relates to me because I just want to be my genuine self and live a genuine life that I love and yeah so I guess it's honestly not that big of a dislike it's just kind of like a struggle or like something I've thought about this past week but I'm not going to like let it change the direction that I'm going in so yeah I guess next week my goal for the week is literally just to Keep enjoying the things that I'm doing and don't waver on what I want to do just for other people. That's pretty much the life update. So let's jump into the questions that I screenshotted. We have a large variety of questions. So let's get into it. The first one is, did you grow up in a household that had a positive relationship with food, body image and exercise? Yes, absolutely. I don't even think I've ever talked about this with my own family, but I was thinking about it when I got this question and I'm so grateful for this, but I realized that there was never any negative body image talk, never any like diet culture conversation going on. I feel like my parents did a really good job at making it known that, you know, you eat when you're hungry, you try to have a balanced play, you exercise to enjoy it. Like even with all of the sports that we did growing up, we had a really active family and household. Like there was constant conversation of asking like, oh, do you want to switch sports? Are you enjoying your sport? Are you struggling with your sport? Things like that. So I feel like my family did such a good job at creating like a balanced environment. Honestly, like we were super active, My mom cooked a lot of meals. She made sure to always like put veggies on the table. But we also felt like in charge of our own world in terms of health and fitness. Like if I didn't like the veggie on the table, it was never like her forcing me to eat something I didn't like. And yeah, I just like am so grateful for that growing up. I feel like the only thing that taught me diet culture was social media and also like just obviously like talking to people the society we live in but my family did a really good job at not doing that and I'm forever grateful for that and it was also a good role model for me when I have my own family one day I'm obviously going to make sure to keep that same energy with my own family um let's move on what movie character or show character is your personality most similar to oh my god I I don't know the only thing coming to mind is Emily in Paris, but the only reason I feel like that is because a lot of people tell me I look like her. I feel like maybe, like, she's an exaggerated version of me because she's, like, I don't know. Sometimes I feel like I'm, like, annoyingly outgoing and annoyingly, like, kind of like a klutz, and I, I don't know. That's a weird question, but I'll I'll go with Emily in Paris. What's something you feel like you struggle with with wellness right now? Okay. I feel like something I actually am struggling with is I put a lot of pressure on myself to do what is actually scientifically correct, if that makes sense. So, like, I want to take advice from dietitians. I want to take advice from personal trainers. When I'm working out, I want to make sure my form is really correct. And I want to make sure that I'm doing exercises that implement well with each other, like, for example, you guys know I spin a lot. I've started trying out Pilates. Sometimes I lift and it's just hard because I'm not a fitness person or I'm not a fit. (laughs) Can't talk. I'm not a fitness professional. So I'm always like, is it okay that I'm only lifting this amount of times? Like, You know what I mean? So sometimes I get in my head because I'm like, I don't want to do anything to like hurt myself or anything like that or like oh am I spinning too much like when is it too much you know so it's just hard because obviously I don't have a trainer and I my parents aren't dietitians to just ask a million questions to so I think a lot of people probably struggle with that like there's so much information online there's so much conversation going around in the wellness industry that it's so hard to know like what's the right thing for you and what's scientifically true so That's something I struggle with and I think I'll always struggle with it because I like didn't go to school for becoming a dietitian. so I will never get to the point of knowing all of the knowledge that I wish I could know, but there is one thing that will help that and I am getting my personal training license, so hopefully that'll help in the aspect of fitness, which is a huge reason why my, I'm even getting it is for my own benefit of learning, but yeah i guess that's like a struggle i have is just having that pressure of like always having questions and always wanting to learn more than what i can actually learn before we keep going i want to talk really quickly about the sponsor of our podcast today and osia is actually sponsoring today's podcast they actually have products that they love and they care about providing value and quality skincare is something that makes me feel more confident i'm outside so much more in the summertime. And with that it's hard for my skin not to get more dry and just need a little bit more extra tlc osia sent me their celebrity loved body oil and it's definitely a part of my new summer routine it's something that you can use daily it's actually seaweed infused which helps keep your skin super healthy smooth nourished glowing all the things that i love they actually have a new total body glow trio that you guys can pick up it includes the body oil moisturizing body scrub and a plant based body brush. All of these products, by the way, are clean, safe, and responsibly sourced. They're vegan, cruelty free, and they're powered by the sea, which is really cool. So obviously, this is why I love Osea. I know you guys are going to love them too. If you want to check them out, you can go to oseamalibu.com. You'll actually get a special discount code. If you're one of my listeners, you can use my code KN. You'll get 10% off your first order site-wide. And you'll actually get free samples with every single order. Orders over $50 get free shipping. So you're definitely not going to want to miss out. Go to oseamalibu.com and use promo code KN. Again, thank you so much, Osea, for sponsoring today's podcast. And let's get back into it. Okay, the next question is, what is your key to a perfect night in? I love this question because you guys know I love nights in. I'm a homebody. Actually, I am a homebody, but I also love going, like, out to restaurants and the beach and things like that. Sometimes on, like, a Friday or Saturday. But, like, Tuesday night in at your house, my essentials are, like, my key to that. A long shower. Like, I need to feel super, super clean and, like, wash my hair. And put on a really, really comfy set of pajamas. I need to have a really good book or a really good show or, like, YouTube video. Something I'm, like, excited to be entertained by. I hate, like, mindlessly scrolling or mindlessly watching YouTube videos that I'm not really interested in. I feel like it's such a waste of my time. Um, So, there's that. And then having, like, a really yummy meal. Whether that's eating in or picking up food or something. Most of the time, though, when I'm home, I actually like to cook i feel like when i eat out it's more for the experience and i like to go out so when i'm home i really do enjoy cooking so probably just cooking a really yummy meal having ice cream the other day i was just talking to my family because we went and got ice cream since my dad's visiting we went out to eat and then we got ice cream and my dad was like i've noticed something we're like what and he's like caitlin you eat a lot of ice cream and i was like that is so true like i eat so much ice cream guys it's my favorite dessert. Anytime, like, if you're listening to this and you're my friend, you're probably like, yep, she does. Because if I go out to eat with you, you will be getting ice cream with me after. I don't care. I don't care if you don't want it. You're coming with me to get ice cream after because I need it after a meal. It's my favorite thing. So, yeah, I always get ice cream and I'll even get it at the store and eat it at home. So, ice cream is for sure on the list. And then, like, lastly, Um, I would say alone time because I really like to spend time with myself And it's a form of self-care. I just love like a night in your room alone Watching youtube reading a book doing something like that. I think it's really fun Not to say I don't love you hunter if you're listening, but I do like to be alone at night sometimes Okay, what do you feel like is your best quality? Mm, I would say i'm super understanding like if i'm talking to someone about something that made me mad or whatever I feel like I do a good job at like listening to the reason behind why they did something because I try and put myself in their shoes and I feel like a lot of the time that's the reason I can forgive people is because I'm always like okay I could see why you would do that or I feel like the reason you reacted that way is because of this like for example say I'm with someone I really love being with and I feel like they're such a good friend and a good person and they start talking bad about someone else and like bringing that negative energy into the hangout and conversation, I normally like that would be a red flag for me. But if it's someone I already know is such a good friend and is a nice person and all that, like just because they have that moment of like maybe talking shit about someone or whatever, I'm not like, oh, instantly they're a bad person usually I'll just be like, oh, why do they feel the need to say that? Are they feeling insecure about what they're talking about? Are they, is it a girl that their ex is with? And so they're mad at the ex and they go into that. You know what I mean? So I always try and see like why people are doing what they're doing and not try and hold it against them right away. (laughs) So I think that's a good quality. Um, I'd say my bad quality though, is I always notice things like nothing goes unnoticed with me, which is a good thing and a bad thing. But if someone's talking crap about someone instantly a red flag goes up in my brain because I'm like okay are they gonna talk bad about me when I'm not in the room so yeah I just notice everything and it's hard to notice everything it's hard to live with but it's still a good quality I would say okay how to accept friendship that has ended for no reason I would honestly say that no friendship ends for no reason. People have a reason for being in your life. So let them be in your life for that reason. And if for some reason the friendship comes to an end and you don't know why and there isn't like a huge reason, just know that it's meant to be that way. You know, they held the purpose and people just grow apart. You know, there doesn't always have to be a reason. And sometimes you just grow connection stronger to other people and gravitate towards other things so just let things play out the way that they're supposed to and don't put so much pressure on like knowing the reason why things didn't work out you know I feel like that could even go for like relationships if you're dating or you're going on dates and maybe a, a guy or a girl doesn't respond to you or they ghost you like don't put so much pressure into like finding out why sometimes things just don't work out and just accept that and put the eggs in the baskets of the people that it is working out with, you know? Um, the next one is what is your greatest accomplishment in life? Deep. Um, I would honestly say the change I feel like I've made on social media. I feel like that's Like, I don't want you to take this in a conceited way at all or or honestly take it in a conceited way. I don't know. Like, I want to give myself the like pat on the back for bringing a lot of awareness on social media to mindset, diet culture, and self-image, creating a positive Instagram feed, creating positive relationship with yourself. I don't know. I just feel like I've done a lot of work to promote my message and reach as many people as I can and I feel like I've honestly done a good job at that and I think I've also done a good job at relaying the exact message I'm trying to because it shows in like my DMs and the conversations I have with you guys even I've met people in person and had deep conversations with you guys where things that I've said truly did help you so I don't want to ignore that like I think it's really cool and I am genuinely proud of myself and I have these conversations with people in my life like Hunter and my parents I always am like I can't believe that things that I've said have actually helped people it's really cool so I think it's cool and it might be conceited to be like oh I've made a change on social media but I truly think I did so okay next one what are you most grateful for in life honestly I would say my support system I feel like when I am going for something, like starting this podcast, for example, the friends in my life, my parents, the support I gave myself, you guys, I feel like I'm surrounded by so much support. And I didn't really feel like I had that growing up because I don't know. I just didn't feel like that. Like, yes, with my family, definitely like my parents. Actually, I take that back. Like, I definitely had a lot of coaches too that really pushed me but I always noticed the people who really were my supporters and like some of the coaches that were in my life shout out Clancy for whatever reason you're watching this or listening um there was just some coaches in my life and teachers that like really stood behind me and helped me succeed at different things so I'm always so grateful for like the people who support me and like want what's best for me as much as I want what's best for me. So that has always been something that I'm most grateful for in life. And that's ranged true today too. I'm so grateful for the people that push me and support me. Okay. What is your hardest struggle in your life currently? Mm, I would say comparison and intrusive self-thoughts i'm talking as small as like i'll post an instagram story and then in my head i'm like is that cheeky or is that embarrassing or do people not care about that and like this is with like so many things so that's definitely a constant daily struggle that i have to work through and i probably will always have to work through but yeah that's definitely one of them okay next question trigger warning someone asked how have you struggled with your relationship with food So I actually don't know if I've talked about this a lot only because I know it is a triggering topic and another reason why I'm super vague with with this topic and not like mentioning things that I feel like might have been a bad relationship with food is because you can actually teach people things that are negative just by talking about them. So if I talk about something that I struggled with or like some sort of disordered, eating thought or habit like I don't want to now plant that seed in someone else's head so that's why I kind of avoid that question but I've had some struggle with relationship with food that I I feel like a lot of people have struggled with but a lot of my struggle with my fitness journey as you guys know if you've listened to a bunch of my episodes is a lot about the mindset and perfectionism and just learning like i was just naive and i didn't know a lot about wellness and that's where a lot of my struggle came from okay next one is do you deal with anxiety and depression um anxiety is something i deal with i deal with anxiety daily and i think the result of that can cause a lot of mental health struggles i've never been diagnosed with depression but yeah anxiety is something that constantly affects me And probably always will, always has. I never really noticed it as anxiety growing up, but I've recently realized it. And I think even realizing that anxiety is what was going on with me actually was really helpful and getting like the help that I needed, but also fitness. That's why I've really found like a love for fitness too. In my adult years is just because it is like that mental escape for me. So yeah. Okay. Funny question. Something that's weird about you. Um, I would say something that's weird is that I love knowing people's like food preferences. If you've hung out with me before, you definitely know this about me, but I have to ask people like questions about food. Like I want to know like, what's your favorite weird combo to eat or what food do you absolutely hate? or your favorite restaurant. What do you order here? What do you order there? Like, I just love to know people's food press. Oh my God. Preferences. Or like, do you like matcha? Or do you like coffee? How do you order your Starbucks? I don't know. I just like love knowing things. And I think it helps me get to know someone. I don't know. I'm, I'm so weird, but I love talking about that with people. I think it's such an interesting and fun topic, especially at like dinner or like if you're ever on a double date, it's such a fun question to ask the table because it's just like lighthearted and everyone has an answer for it. You know, like we all know what foods we don't like. So it's a good icebreaker if you needed one. Okay, next one is, are you emotional in friendships or relationships? Um, I feel like growing up, I was always like known to not be emotional or like I labeled myself that. I always talked about how like, I just am not I'm not sensitive and I'm not overly like lovey or always showing people how much they mean to me or like how much I love them. So when I do it, I feel like it's more noticeable because I don't do it all the time. But I will say the older I've gotten, the more important it is for me to share with people how much I love them and show them how much I love them. So I would say now I am a little bit more... Um, like deep and emotional with my friendships. But with that being said, I honestly <laughs> do like a surface level, like hang out, <laughs> if that makes sense. Like sometimes I do just want to hang out and like talk about dumb things and go on TikTok or like, I don't know, talk about just random shit that doesn't have to get too deep because it helps me like shut my brain off. And I don't know, I do value like not having to always be deep i guess i don't know i don't know that's just something that i've noticed is like i really do love some of the friendships i have in my life that are just like silly and fun it always like fills me up and get lets me just like be loose and not always be like talking about how i feel and i don't know that's just how i am even like with hunter we a lot of the time we'll just like be goofy silly dumb like embarrassing and i like love that so Someone said, what's a random wellness pet peeve that you have? Okay, I have one that is so niche, but I'm praying that some of you guys understand what I'm going to say, but I hate when I go to a workout class and then I have something to do after, but I forget to like bring a sweatshirt or some type of shirt to put on. I mean, obviously this would only relate to you if you work out in a sports bra all the time. That's the only thing I work out in because I I mean, sometimes I'll wear like a little crop top, but I just think it's most comfortable for me to wear a sports bra, especially if I'm like spinning or doing anything that's like a lot of movement. And if I have to like run to the grocery store after, one, I'm always freezing if I forget a jacket. And two, I think it's uncomfortable to like be in a sports bra in public. It's just kind of out of place. People are like, why is she wearing a sports bra? So that's something so random, but I just hate that. I hate forgetting something to put on over so that's why I always try and like grab a jacket on my way out the door like wear a jacket to my workout in case I end up wanting to like get a coffee after or something I don't know I just hate being in public with like a sports bra mostly because I get so cold but also because I feel like people look at me like I'm crazy okay next one what are your current career goals should I share this I don't know. So many influencers are always like, oh, I'm coming out with a secret project and they like keep things in. But I don't even really see the point of that, especially because I share so much with you guys. It's like, why would I not share like my goal with social media, I guess? I don't know. I'll, I'll share. I don't care. It's also the end of the episode. So if you're listening, you're a real one and you get to know my future plans. But my goal is to come out with a fitness app. And luckily, I have Hunter who, if you guys didn't know Hunter just graduated college and he's actually a software engineer and he does that for his career you know like he would definitely be able to help me and even maybe be my business partner one day and all of his friends luckily do the exact same thing as him so I feel like we could create a really cool team too it'll work together so yeah I really want to come out with a fitness app one day and be constantly posting workouts. I've mentioned this before, like me getting my personal training license. I've never wanted to train people one-on-one. It's honestly not my passion. I I couldn't really picture myself doing that and I never have, but like group fitness and sharing workouts, things like that definitely is my passion. So you will see it in the future one day. And you'll remember this podcast and know that you were one of the first people to know that I am going to do that one day. So yeah, another question I got was a Coco update. I feel like I haven't given a Coco update in forever. Coco is our dog, if you guys didn't know. She's a puppy, but she's nine months now. So she's not like a tiny puppy. She's actually the opposite of tiny. She's almost 55 pounds. And I'm going to be honest, getting a dog might have happened too soon for us i hate to admit that because i love her and she's the best thing in my life honestly like she brings me so much joy she's helped me so much mentally and i just love having a dog but were we ready for it Mm, not sure we honestly never knew about dogs we didn't know how to train dogs and it's been a lot and it's been a lot that we have a big dog because i'm not kidding like i can't even walk her sometimes if I don't have energy like if I just went to spin and I come home it's hard to walk her because if she sees another dog and she starts to run like pulling 55 pounds away from something that they really want is really hard so yeah if you want a dog go for it and it'll be the best thing in your life but be prepared to be very selfless like they're going to become your whole life. I've had to cancel plans with my friends. I've had to stay home more and sacrifice a lot of like my early 20s for taking care of a dog, which I would do again. But yeah, it's been a struggle. And not to mention like all the random little things that pop up. Like she literally just had like a random rash on her stomach that we had to take her in for. And it just like, heart. It's literally like being a parent and I'm not ready to be a parent. That's actually one of the questions It says, are you ready for marriage and having kids? And I think I, I just don't know the answer to this. I think it'll happen when it happens. And I think when it happens, I'll know when I'm ready, like if I'm ready. Um, but I mean, obviously Hunter and I have had conversations many times about this, but I will say like, in terms of a wedding, we're very torn. Like, do we want to have a wedding? Do we want to have a small destination wedding? Do we want to elope? Like, I don't know. I feel like my mom would actually kill me if I eloped because she wants to be a part of it. But the thought of, like, just doing something special, just Hunter and I also makes me really excited. So I don't know the answer to that. So, yeah. You guys will find out if you watch my YouTube. I share everything on there. And I'm just wanting to share more, to be honest. Like, I feel like that's... Just what i've been leaning towards with social media. It's like if i'm gonna do it I want to do it fully like there's no point of not sharing my life with you I've already let you guys in a lot on like fitness and who I am who i'm trying to be How I want to better myself. So it's like why would I not share everything like i'm already in too deep to (laughs) not share and Yeah, that's kind of where i'm at. So you guys will know the second I know and Yeah, I think this episode was fun. I hope you guys liked it. Definitely a little longer than my normal episodes, but I have been considering to do longer episodes. Just let me know what your guys' thoughts are. I don't get a lot of feedback, I feel like, with my episodes, like, how they're structured. So I'd love to know, like, what do you guys like? What don't you like? If you could leave a review, that'd be really nice because I honestly, out of anything, comments, messages, all of that, my favorite thing to read is my... Podcast reviews because I get not a lot of them. I feel like people don't really typically rate and review podcasts. So if you made it here, please leave me a review. If you loved it, give it five stars. But thank you guys so much for listening. It's meant a lot to me today, this episode. I feel like you guys got to know more about me. And I'm excited for next week. So before we go, the journal prompt is going to go off of one of the questions that I got that I actually liked thinking about. And that's what are your career goals for five years from now? So if you have anything that you're working toward career wise, write about that. And that's the journal prompt. So I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode and I will talk to you guys next week.